Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. Yes, so, (laughs) I'm getting emails from you. You want me to do more podcasts or at a quicker rate? My God, you want me to work? You wear my brain out. (laughs) Not that there's much there anyway, so um, sure. I I used to do one a week, um, and I'm probably going to go back to doing something like that. Um, I have companies that ask me if I would put guests on, interview them, and they interview me. So I will be moving to a bigger space so I can actually do that and um, film it um, as well so that it's on YouTube as well. So that's um, a couple of months. So, yes. So so some of you already read my little book that's out there. I'm thinking, my God, you people have nothing to do. <laughs> Um, it's Simple Forgiveness, and it's Michael McMaster, and it's on um, Amazon. And I've already got some questions, you know. i got to say this. I'm, I'm totally floored how far this podcast go around the world. And I got uh, an email from Norway and one from um, Switzerland asking me about the book, questions I, I have about it, you know, about the forgiveness thing. And I'm going, oh, my God, pressure, I tell you. So... I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I want to talk about something else as well. You know, in, in forgiveness, in, in the, um, the email I got from Switzerland, um, you know, you can forgive somebody, but it doesn't mean you have to accept their behavior. So uh, maybe I didn't make that quite clear there. So I'll say it again. You can forgive somebody. And that brings peace to you and maybe the situation, but you don't have to accept their behavior at all. And and so, um, like, a couple of you wanted examples of things. And, you know, I, I, I try to understand life from more spiritual principles and than, you know... Um, you know, the ethics of man based upon what human law is or or what's the right manners, or everything like this, because everything's different in different countries and, you know, different different places. So, you know, what's acceptable in one place is not acceptable in another place. But I believe that there are basic, you know, qualities to do with your character and, and spiritual, how would you say this, the right thing to do, right, as well. I, I mean, and I, I try to live more by those things now, you know, than than social consciousness because social social consciousness is completely flawed, completely. And if you try to live by that, it that is ludicrous, ridiculous. So, what is an example? Um, you know, being asked about this. You know, we're all here on this earth, and believe it or not, this is a spiritual playground, and our character. And doing the right thing is often tested a lot. And it always comes down to situations where there's a choice. And it's in that moment of the choice that our character is defined and our character is shown. If there's another person that's involved in it, it's shown to the other person, it's shown to you because the situation highlights the whole thing. And so there are these lessons that happen all the time like this. So you could have a situation, you know, between two people, three people, four people, whatever, 
where a decision has to be made about something, and it's in that moment that you define your character in how you do whatever it is. Do you come from a place of a higher understanding and make the right decision? Or do you not? This goes on all the time. And this is where forgiveness comes in, because I'll tell you something. You know, I have lots of, you know, friends, women friends who are on dating sites, which appalls me, to be honest with you. Um, but when you meet somebody, you don't know who they are. You only know what they want to tell you. And they want to tell you the best version of themselves, which is usually not themselves because it's completely exaggerated. And so you go into that and, and I've done it. You go into that believing the story and you believe the story. And usually three months, six months later, you find the story is completely false, right? This is what happens. But, you know, in a situation like that, that's what I'm talking about. So you meet somebody and you go into the story. What you don't know is their past. And you don't know how much integrity they have used in the past when it comes to other people. But they're going to make you think that they have the most integrity under the sun. And I've heard this a million times, not a thousand, a million. So then it comes up to a situation, right? Let's say it could be anything. And that moment of truth, whatever it is, is going to define, it's going to show you who the person is. Very simple, right? In that moment, every one of us is given the opportunity to make the right decision based on the integrity of who you are. If you've never done that before, It'll show up in everything you do in the future. Do you see? Because that person is being who they are. You cannot sell your story all the time because holes come in it. So I'm going to tell you something. When you come across a person like this, run. Believe me. Then you don't have to get into the situation of, oh, you know, well, they didn't do this correctly or deal with this correctly or whatever. So then I have to forgive them. But how do I do that and still accept their behavior? Because they're going to do it again. You don't. You forgive them. And you walk away. As I said, you don't have to accept the behavior just because you forgive them. This is how people are. People hide who they are. But I call it these moments of truth that come out, that show you exactly who the person is. Because you know what? They have no control over it. The universe designs these things to bring truth to the situation because you're not going to tell it or the other person's not going to tell it and you can't see it but the universe is truth and it brings truth to every situation 
so that everybody can see, then everybody can decide in that moment whether to make an ethical decision and live up to something and come from a higher place or not. So to the woman who wrote me in Switzerland, if you are in a situation like that, you don't keep forgiving and putting yourself in the situation to forgive again. You're the fool for doing that. And you're the one who keeps hurting yourself. Do you see? You forgive and you let go. Every time you act from the place of integrity in something, you learn the lesson, you never have to learn it again. It doesn't come to you again. So what happens? You attract people into your life that don't bring that lesson to you. If you can't come from a place of integrity and honesty in your life, you'll keep attracting people to you to bring that to light in front of you so that you can get beyond it. This is how it works. You see? To the woman in Norway who wrote to me, who has to keep forgiving her husband all the time, leave. You see, what happens is that when you're in that situation, you keep bringing yourself down. If you have more of the higher moral ground in something and you accept this, you bring yourself down to that level. And this is what causes great conflict. I mean, I read your email. It causes great conflict with inside of you, but you're creating a conflict by pulling yourself down to that person's level and being there and existing there because you actually in who you are as a person, exist at a higher level, a higher level of integrity and honesty. Do you see? Don't do that. It's not worth selling yourself and putting yourself in that kind of misery to do that. Don't do it. So I hope that answers, you know, both of your questions. But, you know, people people are who they are. You know, and like they... <laughs> When people meet people for the first time, it's sort of like, you know, that's the whole thing about Facebook and everything. You know, people used to get depressed because they'd go on there and say, look at these people. They have perfect families. Their lives are this, their lives are that. The whole thing's a lie. Everybody tries to make themselves look far better than what they actually are, right, to sell themselves, right? But what happens is that, you know, after about, uh, I don't know, three, four months, trust me, the cracks start to appear. You can't keep the story going. And it's the same thing. I don't know whether I said this before because... You know, when you meet people, like romantically, you know, there are hormones that kick in. It's nature's way of trying to get people to procreate. And these hormones kick in, right? And they last about three months, six months, something like that. So you think that you're in love with this person, everything. You have nothing to do with it. It's the hormones that are running your body to create the attraction and then, you know, procreate. That's really what it's all about. And so, you know, you're in love or like this. You think, oh, you can't see anything. You know, that's what they say. What is that? Rose-colored glasses, you know? And then after about three or four months, you know, the hormones start to wear off and you go, holy hell, what was I thinking? Exactly. <laughs> I have plenty of my women friends who tell me this. I learn a lot from my women friends, believe me. The ones that are out there in the dating world because... <laughs> 
That's pretty funny. Okay, I want to talk about something else because I've had a couple of emails from people asking me, how do I get beyond something or how do I get beyond me? Because um, I have, you know, the people who know me know who I am, know my history in life and whatever. And so, you know, I had something really bad happen about five years, six years ago where um, I basically had to recreate my whole life all over again from nothing and um, recreate myself as a person and so that I didn't get stuck in the past because it was very easy for that to happen. And basically, I've done that. I've recreated my whole life, recreated who I am and, and all like this. And it's remarkable because I learned something extraordinarily simple and extraordinarily interesting, right? This is what happens to us as people. We have thoughts. Thoughts create chemicals. The chemicals get stored in the body as memory. It's going to sound strange to you. Your heart actually is a reservoir of memories, emotional memories. And our body is actually a reservoir of our emotional past. It's not stored in the brain. The brain doesn't store emotion. The body does. So our body is a record of our past is basically what it is. So what happens is that we go through life and we, you know, we store these memories in our body. Here's the problem with us is that 97% of the thoughts we had yesterday are the same thoughts we'll have today. So what happens is that we're always reliving our past all the time emotionally and mentally. We're never in the present. We're never looking towards the future. This is what we do, especially when we're alone. When we are alone, for a lot of people, it's the worst time because all their fears and anxieties and worries come up as the memories in the body just keep playing automatically. And, but they've got nothing to do with reality because actually they're things from the past. They're not in the present time at all. You could have something absolutely wonderful in the present that's alive, brings you joy, happiness, you know, enthusiasm, whatever, and then you kill it. Why? Because you're alone or whatever. I don't know. And the body starts to replay all these fears and anxieties and memories and whatever. And you start to believe that that's true because the brain can't tell the difference between something that's actually in reality and something that's a thought. Do you see? So you're consistently living that way. This is what we do as people. When we get up of a morning, what do you do? You start thinking of all the problems. And the problems relate to the past. And they're stored emotionally. So you're reliving it all again. So every day you keep reliving the same day over and over and over again. Never breaking free from it. Think about it. When you get up tomorrow, see what you do. See what you think about. I guarantee you it's everything that happened today, a week ago, a month ago. You know, my boyfriend's made me upset, so I'm going to still keep feeling those emotions today. My husband may be upset a month ago, and I keep playing those emotions in my body today of what he did and everything. You're living in the past, and you're experiencing the emotions from the past, and you keep yourself unhappy. I did this, interestingly enough, but I like to learn. I like to break through the barriers that hold me back. I like to challenge myself and go beyond. So all you people are in love with your past. That's why you exist there. That's why you exist in your misery. 
because you are addicted to it and you are in love with something that doesn't serve you. It does nothing but. Some people are addicted to misery. Some people are addicted to drama. So you usually can't have drama in the moment. So what do you do? Oh, let me go back and feel all these emotions again. Let me relive this to give me it's like sugar. Do you see? This is what we do. Like I said, 97% of the thoughts you had yesterday are the same ones you have today. If you're having problems with somebody in a relationship or a marriage or at work or some other problem, you're going to do this. You're going to keep replaying those emotions to reinforce those thoughts to make you believe that you are right. You're not right. That was back then. You could have the most wonderful person in your life and you'll destroy it. Why? Because you'll bring every damn emotion that you're afraid of or have fear of or whatever that's stored in the body and you will replay that and put that up against that relationship or friendship or child that you have or friend that whatever it is and you'll destroy it. This is what we do. I've done it. Regrettably. So how do you get beyond this? It's so simple. You fall in love with your future. That's what you do. You don't fall in love with your past. So how do you fall in love with your future? You take the things that have great value to you and you create a future out of that and you focused on that. So you push that into the future. You think of that. And you fall in love with that future. You visualize it. You expect it. And it will manifest for you. Otherwise, you live the other way. All you're doing is re-manifesting the past into the future all the time. So you end up living 365 days exactly the same. You live 10 years exactly the same. If you have... A wonderful husband, if you have a wonderful friend, all this, what you do is you frame it. You, you see it in the future being wonderful. You see yourself doing wonderful things. You reprogram it that way to fall in love with the future of the things that you're going to do with this person. That's how you break it. It's how I did it. I learned to fall in love with the things that I'm doing that are taking me into the future, not everything that existed in the past. This is how you do it. If you're going to live, live for joy. Live for love. Live for what I said before, to have honesty, integrity in your life. So I'll go over this again. We keep living in the past by replaying the emotions of the past. We never break free. The way you break free is to envision a future that you fall in love with. And based on spiritual principle, the future will manifest for you. Based on spiritual principle, if you keep thinking of the past, it will manifest for you. If you've had relationships in the past that have been disappointing and you keep playing those emotions over and over again, you just programmed your future to experience the same thing. If you have somebody come into your life that's a, you know, a wonderful person, whatever, embrace that, see that in the future, see the two of you together, forget the past. You do that, right? This is what you do. It's spiritual law. It's spiritual law in having free will 
to be able to create the life that you want to create. It's that simple. If you're an artist, musician, see your work. See it in the future bringing you joy. Don't let all the fears of like, I'll never make it from the past, from whatever it may be. I will never make it. I'll never do this. These emotions, my friend never made it. I have these emotions inside of me. That's what's real. Garbage. You take it, you envision into the future, especially relationships. I'll tell you something. The more love that you put into something, the more it gives it back to you. The more fear you put into something, the more fear it gives back to you. So your life is a reflection of how much love, fear, anxiety, whatever you have. It shows it. You only have to look and see, and you can see what you need to work on. It's that simple. All right. I think I've said enough today. <laughs> so, yes, I'll try to get more podcasts out, and thank you to people who are buying my book out there, and um, we shall talk again soon. Thank you.